NBA Draft Goat Chad Ford, Locked On NBA Draft host Raphael Barlow, and Locked On NBA host John Corrales will be live this year covering the NBA Draft. It's Locked On NBA Draft 2021 brought to you by Built Bar. Get local expert analysis on each pick and all that happens throughout the draft. Looking forward to it. Follow Locked On NBA on YouTube today. Watch our live coverage on July 29th at 7 p.m. On today's episode of Locked On Spartans, we're going to talk about uh, position battles in football because uh, yeah, buddy. friend of the show, Justin Thin, wrote an interesting thing on that. And then we'll get to your emails. Let's go. You are Locked On Spartans, your daily podcast on the Michigan State Spartans, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Locked On Spartans. It is Wednesday. Sure. July 28th, the year is 2021. I am your stuffed up co-host, Will Hunter. Uh-oh. <laughs> you know what? Gutting it out for the team, Oh, baby. dude, it's going to be that go. kind of day. It. it is going to be that yeah. kind of day. Um, that mute button is about to get ooh. blitzed today, ooh. buddy. Oh, yeah. Let's go. I am joined by my significantly less stuffy co-host, Matt Sheehan. That's right, buddy. That is right. I will be the bulk of the talking today for for you beautiful people. No, nah, probably not. Who am I kidding? You know, that's a great idea. Matt, you're hosting the show. Good prep for oh, next no. week. It's good prep for next oh, no. week, so you're in <laughs> oh, charge God. now. At least, Go. Pre- at least I'm prepared, Go. though. Oh, no, I can't Go. do this. Guys at 247sports.com, Justin Thins, the handsome tall drink of water that is the msu recruiting inside reporter what have you came up with a nice free article and you know what well if it's free it's for me and if it's about michigan state recruiting battles well nope not recruiting battles position battles rather still for me you're crushing it uh i am on a roll right now only one error which isn't bad for about 20 seconds of audio from me so yeah chins chins held high on the side of the microphone well um, do, do you want to take it from here? Or do you really want me to keep going? No, do the damn show. What are you talking about? Oh, God. Oh, God. Well, guys, on offense, he gave us the projected oh stars. I'm going to do a quick Holy rundown shit. right now. What? 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 You need to, like, t- tell the people what we're going to do in the segments. On today's show, Justin Thin, 24-7 Sports, wrote his breakdown oh, of positional. I did that Shh. No. Positional breakdowns, projected starting group based on uh, some chatter. We always love chatter. And then after that, we'll get into some emails. Reminded to rate, review, subscribe to the podcast. You can find Locked On Spartans wherever you get your podcast. We do this every single day, five days a week, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every single day. Matt, take over. No, I'm I'm pretty sure you did that already. Yeah. Um, Stay tuned next week, though. That should go (laughs) great from yours truly. All right. You'll get there. We'll see. Uh, Position battles, uh, of course, from the chatter heard within the walls of Scandalaris Football Center. Uh, All right, so I'll give the quick rundown of offense. Left tackle, Jared Horst. Okay, great. Left guard, J.D. Duplain. Center, Nick Samak. Right guard is Kevin Jarvis. He's moving back inside. Right tackle, A.J.R. Curie. Uh, And quarterback, Anthony Russo or Peyton Thorne has not put a definitive starter on that yet. Running back, Kenneth Walker. Wide receiver, Jaden Reed. Wide receiver, Jalen Naylor. Wide receiver, Ricky White. And tight end, that's right, baby, former punter, Tyler Hunt. 
I think he did that for you, Will. I, I think he put that in there knowing that you were going to read this and bring this up. I think he for did. A segment. I think I, I yeah, agree with yeah. you. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know what? Let's just roll right into the defense, and then we'll circle back and talk about what surprises us and whatnot. Um, defense, Jacob Panashuk is the defensive end. Defensive tackle, Jalen Hunt. Other defensive tackle, Jacob Slade. Defensive end, Drew Beasley. The two linebackers, Quavo, Quaveras Crouch. Noah Harvey, uh, and their two cornerbacks are Ronald Williams, Kalen Gervin, and your free safeties, Angelo Gross. Strong safety, of course, Xavier Henderson. Nickelback, either Michael Dowell or Chester Kimbra. So that's what that is all about, Will. Anything on either side of the ball immediately stand out to you as a surprise, like something that you're just floored by from this inside info reporting. Thank you, Justin Thin, for giving us segment one. You'll, you'll be back next week to further supplement the show so thank you uh the tackles yeah yeah uh, uh, how, how long is ajr here gonna play for i swear he's been here since the 2012 season am i the only one with those vibes or no this this i believe will be his last season at michigan state uh was one of the beneficiaries of the uh sure eligibility freeze but no um our Curie was the left tackle last year held it down all season Jarrett horse comes in was the last left tackle at arkansas state and you would mm-hmm. think just sort of our Curie being the incumbent, he'd play left and Horse would slide over to right and kick Kevin Jarvis back into right guard. Uh, but according to Justin, and this, you know, isn't locked in. This is based on sort of things he's hearing, reports from practice, whatever. Uh, but I can just read directly for us. As, as for Jarrett Horse being at left tackle instead of right, that's based on uh, some things I've picked up. The former Sunbelt, uh, all-first-team Sunbelt OT has been everything Michigan State had hoped he would be and more. So uh, it sounds like he is on the inside track to being like kind of the, the anchor left tackle and probably the most important lineman in this group, which is pretty cool, pretty impressive, sure. pretty exciting. Of course, and uh, dropped on the day that, uh, sorry, Horst is named as the Outland Trophy watch list yep. uh, person. For the second time in a row for his career, at least, so that's not too shabby. Thoughts on Samak, uh, just getting the straight-up start and no or Matt Allen next to him. Like, does yeah. that surprise you at all, or, or what, what, what does that do for Will Hunter? Maybe a little bit, and I'm not sure if that's, you know, because Matt Allen is going to be the backup, or... You know, uh, Samak finished the season last year as a starter, so you just kind of assume he would slot right in, and center's mm-hmm. not really a position you think too much about. <laughs> not a ton sure. of attention paid to it. Uh, but I thought last year, even though Matt Allen got hurt, I thought Nick Samak played better than him uh, more often than not. Center was not a position of strength last year. Whether it was Allen or Samex, I thought Samex had better moments, just needs to find more consistency and has, you know, more upside because he is a young guy and has only played like 11 games of football in his career. Um, sure. So he's just now going to start getting into some of the best football that he'll play. Uh, and I think just has that higher ceiling because Matt Allen is kind of a a finished college product, if you will. He's been around for six years. We know what he is. Solid, he's yeah. fine. But uh, I think Samak kind of projects a little bit higher than him in terms of ceiling. 
And also, every time I you know look at a projected depth chart for Michigan State, I, I get more and more excited about the receiver core, man. I mean, I, I don't think I've really truly expressed how excited I am for this because you got Reed, Naylor, and White as your starting trio. Like the guys behind those three players right there isn't too bad either. No, like you got Trey Mosley, who's very experienced. You got Ian Stewart, six foot three. Uh, you got the, the Michigan Wolverine Slayer himself, Cade McDonald, waiting in yes. the wings, baby. That's right. And also, hey, you know, Keon Coleman too. That that guy's gonna get some run here. And oh my god. <gasps> My goodness gracious, I totally forgot that C.J. Hayes still has found eligibility this year, too. My goodness, he's yep. been around longer than our Gary has. Whew. He was lining up next to Mark Dell back in the day. Wow, good <laughs> good for C.J. Hayes to still get some run. All right. Man, oh, man. So, yeah, wide receiver, I'm definitely fired up about. Um, anything from the defensive side of the ball really stick out to you? I can't say I was too shocked at anything, but I guess Noah Harvey starting opposite crouch maybe just because i don't, I don't yeah. know like ben van summer comes in but yeah like noah harvey and thin writes this as well as like he's a guy that knows the system and you got two uh-huh. new guys in here you got crouch and you got van summer and like you're gonna probably want someone out there that knows the system and so yeah i i guess that's the biggest thing that sticks out to me i guess i don't know like the, the gross thing going to safety I mean, that was you know if you read between the lines all season or even just not even between the lines. If you just read the lines, that, that was very clear that was going to happen. So, yeah. But eh. Ronald Williams is, is starting cornerback. That's fun. I mean, yeah, Ronald sure. Williams, f- number one corner. Uh, Chester Kimbra, he said he expects will jump into the starting group probably at nickel sure. over Michael Dowell. Uh, and then you feel good about Henderson and Gross uh, rounding out the group back there. Interesting that Charles Brantley has been, uh, according to Justin, putting on some good weight. And could potentially um, be someone that can challenge for time at corner opposite of Ronald Williams, which is the spot currently occupied by Kalen Gervin. And Gervin's been, uh, a, I think, a pretty solid player last year. Like, not spectacular, not terrible. Uh, just, you know, like a good, solid outside corner that can get the job done more often than he doesn't. But Charles Brantley kind of profiles as someone that could have a higher ceiling than him and it's just sort of more playmaking more electricity uh from that position so I don't think I've heard this too like Gervin is certainly the starter but he's not someone who's so entrenched that it's like yeah he's playing every single game unless he gets hurt so uh that'll be interesting to uh to watch there and yeah Crouch as the sort of sideline to sideline type linebacker and it makes sense with Harvey being inside knows the defense uh we'll see if Ben Van Summeren can sort of get caught up to speed and be someone that can eat into some snaps because there's only two linebackers on the field at a time generally in this defense so you know that'll be that'll be one to to certainly pay attention to week three four five see if uh anything is shaking up at that other linebacker spot yeah, and Drew Jordan, too, especially with his uh, transformation photo dropping on Twitter today, if you're able to see that. Oh, I didn't. Uh, the, the, oh, I think it's the starkest one of yeah, the bunch so far. Yeah, I was excited to see because he was going to drop like 40 pounds. Well, he's well on his way there. Yeah, he's looking good. But, yeah, he's not on um, what Stin projects as the starter no. at either defensive end positions. But, yeah, again, I mean, Panashu can be easily pretty established there. So not, nothing yeah, you know, earth-shattering in that regard. There are eight guys who are going to see important snaps Correct. along the front four yeah. and probably like nine or ten. 
Uh, Beasley's in that group. Mike Fletcher's in that group. Maverick Hanson, Deshaun Mallory. Like, just because you're not a starter on this front, like, it's a good, deep group. Yep, right on. So, yeah, I mean, that, that, obviously great reporting by our guy Thin, as always. And, you Stephen know, got Brooks. some help from other friend of the yeah, program, Stephen Brooks, Brooks Corey, Corey Robinson. Robinson. Yeah, just a trio of just incredible scholars and gentlemen right there. <laughs> Gosh, the best. The best. We, we, are, we are blessed to have these three guys working for 24-7 sports on the MSU beat, baby. That's right. That's right. All right, do you want Oh, to... that's right. I'm, 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 I'm doing the show, aren't I? I, yeah. I don't know what ads we got. Uh, do you just want me to guess on what ad we have? I mean, I... We can do that. Uh, we have bet online. Rock on betonline.ag. I'll do them. We'll be back All with right, some listening emails. First, a word from betonline.ag. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Baseball season is in full swing, and you can track all the games at BetOnline. You can also get the latest news, odds, and info for all your sporting needs on their website. Just head to BetOnline on your laptop or mobile device. Check out all the great sporting news, sign-up bonuses, and contest information. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore. This is your chance to get into the game as teams prep for their runs to the playoffs. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit with the promo code LOCKEDON. One word, LOCKEDON, to get a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline.ag, your online sportsbook experts. Okay, Matt. So you don't have any emails up in front of you, I'm going to guess. I've got uh, zero of them in front of me. All right. Whoops. All right. Let's see. Um, we got an email from actually, no, one, two, three, four. We got five, five emails. Pick okay. Uh, we'll start right at the top. Let's go with number one. Well, let's go with number one. It's from Jimmy Kinisley. Kinisley, K N I S L E Y. Nisley. Doesn't matter. Nicely? Nicely. Sure. Jimmy Oh K. my God, he put Plumman. it at the end. Nicely. Hey, nice. Do you know what? Because in third grade, I had a music teacher who, that was her name. It was Nisley. And she was like, just think of me as Nicely. Like, yeah, okay. So, you know what? Jimmy probably had your aunt or your mother or grandmother as a music teacher at good old Wass Elementary School. There you go. Thank you for putting the phonetic spelling. That's that's incredible. And you can tell Jimmy listens to the show a lot because, boy, do we suck at names. He has a hypothetical. We we heck up some names, yeah. (laughs) Okay. Jimmy has a hypothetical. With the landscape of college football rapidly changing, the Big Ten has decided to fire Kevin Warren and hire you because of your ties to the premier college in the conference. Within days of taking the job, you were informed that the NCAA will go to a Power 3 conference, the SEC, the Big Ten, and the Pac-12. Not only this, but there is also a group of three consisting of the Mid-Mountain West, Sunbelt, and the MAC. All teams must join a conference or be relegated to FCS. Assuming the SEC gets Texas and Oklahoma, how do you, as the new Big Ten commissioner, compete with the SEC in football? There's no max on how many teams you get to put in the Big Ten. Keep in mind, the SEC and Pac-12 will also try to add teams and compete with you. Wow. Okay, so my goal is to compile a conference that can beat the SEC. Not yeah. not one that'd be favorable for Michigan State or anything like that. Okay. Yeah. No. The okay. most powerful conference you can. You obviously got to call. You got to get a conference call going immediately with Clemson, Florida State, and Notre Dame. 
Can I start like a subsidiary of the Big Ten Network and call it like Notre Dame Network? Because Can you you're, you're going to absolutely positively. A what? Oh, God, that wasn't the word I wanted to use. Nah, shoot. Screwed it up. Screwed it up. Anyway, a, a side channel. That, that's just what I'll go with right Subsidiary. there. Subsidiary. Notre Dame Network. So thank you. That's the one. Yeah. Shoot, I just missed a few syllables there. You said subsidiary. I did, yeah. Subs- Different word completely. Subsidiary. There it is. God, it sounds so good coming uh, coming from you too. Um Notre Dame you need. Yeah. No doubt. Yes. Zero zero question. Like if you're not getting them, forget about it. It's over. I of the Pac twelve, if if you can somehow finagle a way to get USC in there as well and Oregon, fine, that's it. And you also gotta throw a ton of money at Clemson. Beyond that, I am I missing any programs that would just be complete needle movers in rival rivaling the sec because i don't even know if those four that i just named will Uh, be enough to do it you know yeah i mean like let's see if you could get clemson florida state notre dame oregon and usc i think you're in a pretty good spot You're you're right there with them. You're you're neck and neck now, which I guess is more than you could hope for. But wow, that's yeah. I mean, quite the seismic shift there. Maybe that's like the most interesting part of this question is that it's just kind of absurd what the SEC has built now, adding Texas and Oklahoma. Like, come on, right? Come on, yeah. I, I know, yeah. So I. Or, okay, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Wheels are turning in my head right now. You get, like, ah, this probably won't even do it. You get, like, Boston College, Syracuse, and, and Pitt to make, like, just a, like, combine. Like, you, you have joint forces now. I don't know what we're going to call you. We're going to call you uh, Boston, Pitt, Syracuse College. I, that's horrible. But, like, just start making mega teams amongst, like, the smaller teams. It's like, all right, oh, you guys are either going to combine and join our mega conference, or you're all just going to individually yeah. go floating into FCS territory. So pick one or the other, because right. we're not going to miss you if you don't, yeah, but you'll miss idea. us if you don't. What? Give me, yeah, like, see, let, there let's we go. see, three, four, how many, how many, give me three or four teams. We'll come up with some names. Uh, West Virginia. Okay. Kansas State and Colorado, West Virginia, Kansas State. Um, yeah, West Colorado, West, yeah, West Colorado, West Colorado State. Yeah, there it is. Uh, they'll probably still go four and eight on the season. Um, I don't know where where they'll play. I guess it doesn't matter. But yeah, I, that is another Superior way to do it too. If not for nothing. Th- Yes. Yeah. Every combined team plays in the Superior Dome, uh, or over in Moscow, Idaho, in the Kibbe Dome. And yes, if not for go. nothing, that's at least going to drum up interest, though. Like you know, I don't oh, know yeah. how well they're going to compete, but at, le- at least you're that's eyeballs on the screen. That's at least a, a day or two of coverage on television as well, which is what a brand new conference could always use. But yeah. Okay. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, I think we did it. I think we saved football. Yeah. Nice. I don't think anyone's competing with the SEC, unfortunately. Um, yeah. Next question from Zach Schaefer. Thank you, Zach. Zach, thank you. You're the best. The year is 2021. The day is July 31st. You just okay. wake up and you're still feeling ruined from your favorite host. That's right, Matt. I said it. I'm just reading here. Okay. Leaving no, fine. your favorite MSU player endorsed podcast. 
God, talk about a terrible way to wake up. That's that's brutal. What is the yeah. last MSU game, football or basketball or otherwise, that has left you waking up the next day still sad and maybe even in disbelief? You know what was a really bad wake up? And this wasn't even a game, but it was waking up and checking the phone and seeing that all like the good Luke Fickle juju to Michigan State was erased overnight. Because like it, it was we went to bed thinking like, yes, he's a guy. It's awesome. And then we woke up to like reports like <laughs> absolutely not. He is still a Bearcat. He is not leaving. It's like that. That was a bad way to wake up. That, that is even worse than finding out that your favorite host or your favorite player endorsed podcast is that was, leaving. Yeah. Um that was that was, that was tough. tough. That was tough because Cincinnati yeah. bloggers got real puffy chests. Oh, and for they, good reason too. I mean, yeah, of well, course. Sure, but like, you know, there's nothing more dangerous in this world than a puffed up chest blogger with 4,500 Twitter followers speaking from existence. There's nothing more pathetic sure. in this world. Nothing more dangerous slash pathetic than that. And that's me and you. And that was also Cincinnati, the day Luke Fickle um, decided to not take a huge uh, upgrade in job and a huge upgrade in pay because his uh, beloved mentor got mad at Michigan State. I'm going to keep repeating that until I'm repeating that until somebody DMs me and confirms that it's true. So you yeah, got two I don't see why you wouldn't. Yeah, two days. Go for it. <laughs> you're on the clock. Mark D'Antonio, yourself, you are on the clock. As far as like actual games go, I got to go back to last basketball season, and I think the one where we lost to Rutgers, yep. 67 to 37, yep. that was a bad wake-up because that was like the dawn of, oh, man, this team actually – actually actually might not make the tournament like you started getting those vibes after that purdue meltdown at home and then they had that what i think it was three week covid break and then they come out just like that and it's like oh my goodness gracious we the the streak is very much in jeopardy so that that was a bad feeling as well the ucla game i gotta say it sucked don't get me wrong but like you know what i i, I was at, i i had solace knowing that it was over you know i was like you know what we can just enjoy the tournament I, glad we made it here streak goes on but I, oh, I i did not lose too much sleep on that or wake up in that bad of a mood yeah it did not help that ucla just cruised to the final four and almost to the national title game <laughs> I took all their wins harder than I took the MSU loss, I think. Yeah. That was tough. All right. We'll, uh, we'll do some more emails yeah. in just a second. First word from Bilt Bar. Bilt Bar. Build those bars, baby. Bilt Bar is the best tasting protein bar. You know that. We've been telling you about that. And Matt will continue to tell you about that long after I am gone. Bilt Bar has nine delicious flavors plus the occasional limited time flavor that just always Always slaps. Those nine delicious flavors. Coconut, coconut almond, cherry, raspberry, mint brownie, peanut butter brownie, salted caramel, and double chocolate. So there's something for everyone. If you haven't tried all the flavors, you can get a mix box where you'll get two of each of the nine flavors. For how many total bars, Matt? Oh, a lot. Like, yeah, a good amount. A good amount. There you go. Not only are these bars delicious on your taste buds, they're also delicious on your body. Body, delicious on the body. Most of the flavors have 17 grams of protein, only 130 calories, only 4 grams of sugar, and only 4 grams of net carbs. Nine amazing flavors, all tasty, all healthy, 
Order today, get that raspberry, mint brownie, or whatever you like by going to BuiltBar.com and use the promo code LOCKED15 so you'll get 15% off your first order. That's promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at BuiltBar.com. Okay, we got three more emails here, Matt, to take us home. Let's do it, baby. Let's go. This next you, one. You, you got the emails. Yeah, I got the emails. I know. Well, you're like, we're on like a delay or something. It's just terrible. Ah, crap. Once again. Shoot. It's okay. Anthony Delernia asks, how long will it be before Mel Tucker lands a non-kicker five-star recruit? And what state do we pull him uh, from? If you're asking me this question right now on the evening of July 27th, and I'm answering it, and you're hearing this answer on the morning of July 28th, I think the answer is next year, and it's the state of Michigan. That's like the next good shot they've got at a five-star player. Gotcha. Is it the MLK quarterback, you thinking? Yes. Do you know his his name? I know his first name's Dwayne, and I'm blank on the last, so that's uh, nailed it. His name is no. His name is Dante Moore. (laughs) Dante Moore. That's great. Nice going. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Oh boy. No, I was thinking of uh, Sonny Styles over in Ohio, just because, like, I know that they have some connection to him. Okay. And from 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 Ohio. So my guess is next year from Ohio, but listen, I I I wouldn't necessarily be holding out too much hope on it. I, I would definitely. Hopefully, put more eggs in the uh, Dwayne Moore basket. Uh, no, no doubt about that. Well, no doubt, Dante Moore. Jesus. Yeah. So I, I don't know. There's a lot to be sorted out with Moore's recruitment. Um, yeah. Both. You know, he's the number 14 player in the class of 2023. He's the number like three quarterback. Um, really, obviously, outstanding recruit. Has a ton of offers from all over the country. It seems like both Michigan schools are going to factor into his recruitment uh, as well as a number of, you know, different powerhouse schools uh, as well. So just like if you're looking for something to happen soon, that's a direction you could put point to and be like, maybe it's unlikely or not all that likely, but they're in it kind of thing. They have a a chance, Um, you know, maybe Arch Manning wants to come on up. Yeah, now we're now we're talking, baby. Let's go. let's go. Yeah, you heard it here first, folks. That's right. No, um, crystal balls to ten right now. Yeah, but it, you know it'll probably take a couple years. Um, and I think the most likely scenario is that whenever Michigan has another five star kid, if they don't land Dante Moore in a couple of years, there'll be another five star in Michigan. You know, you know, there's one every couple of years, um, on average. So there you go. All right. Well, now I'm officially excited. So yeah, we'll see. I mean, I, I hope so. Will Wait, I have no go. idea if they're going to be able to land him or what that recruitment's going to look like? But I know there's. Ah, he was on campus not too long ago, so that, that's, that's I was just worth something. Say, I mean, I know there's interest because he, yeah. he recently took a visit. Uh, okay. Again, too, right? Like I don't think that was his first visit either, if I'm not mistaken. I want to say it's been a couple second. times. Uh, yeah. Nice. Nice. Next question comes from Marcus Jones. Marky J, love it. <laughs> what would be your surefire MSU season-long four-bet parlay with a reasonable payout? And what would be your craziest parlay, but in the realm of reality, with an outrageous payout? 
Oh, so like my favorite ones that I like to do. Um, yeah. Bet online cannot have all of our spreads up, right? I mean, no, I, there's I, no way you can build a parlay, a season long parlay right now. And then I don't even think you're allowed to like do that. I think you just you, no, I don't you think roll so it over. <laughs> um, That'd be awesome. But yeah, like if you had to bet an amount of money that Michigan State's gonna win four games, like which, what are you putting together? So it's you know any four games, you know Youngstown State's not really gonna move the needle much. It'll get you a little bit. Uh, Western Kentucky's not gonna move the needle much. It'll get you a little bit. But mm-hmm. adding those two to any two games that'll be kind of within a touchdown, you would think. 10 points max if Michigan State is, is a little better than we think. And I don't know, maybe uh, Rutgers is worse than we think and they're a 10-point favorite or something. But that, those are still going to be able to like move the needle uh, a little bit in terms of the things. So you'll get some decent odds that you don't really have to like – you don't have to juice it. But in, in honor of the question, in the spirit of the question – let's certainly let's build our parlay with Youngstown State in Western Kentucky. We're going to start there. Okay. Okay. Cause I, I was not actually, you know, cause they wouldn't sweeten the pot enough for me. Cause I'm doing straight money line. Yeah, uh, no, just, we're doing straight money line. I, I think you got to yeah. get the two on the board. You got to get two on the board and then pick two to win. I'm actually starting week one. I'm getting plus juice at yeah. Northwestern. Uh, the tone setter. Yeah, right. Yeah. I, think, I like that. I yeah. legitimately think Michigan State will be a better football team than Northwestern this year. Northwestern is East Lansing West. There's no, you know, it'll be a 50 50 crowd at best, especially considering uh, all the insane Michigan State fans that live in the area haven't seen a football game <laughs> in a year uh, oh, in yeah. person. So there'll be a lot of people traveling from MSU to that game. Uh, so, yeah, I would go Northwestern on the road, Youngstown State, Western Kentucky, and then to really just juice at home, give me the Michigan game at home as well. See, I was between the Michigan game or just bookend it and do the first week and the last week with Penn State being yeah. the final one. Um, Penn State's going to be Give me like, that one. Yeah, g- give, me, think, give me the bookends. Give me the bookends. Okay. I think Penn State's going to be pretty damn good. Like. You know, we'll see. Michigan uh, State's plus odds, though. Yeah, well talk about Penn it. State, yeah. and you know. All right, what are your other two? Your bookending Northwestern, Penn State. What else? Uh, and I'm gonna jam uh, Purdue in there, and I can't do Maryland just because it's way too volatile. So yeah, just slide in Nebraska for me, why don't you? How about that? Sure. How does that sound? That yeah, sounds good. It. If I'm doing one where, oh, a crazy time one. Yeah, dollar to the moon parlay action. Oh yeah, Ohio State lock right there. No, that's that's just I, I can't do that. I'm doing this. I'm doing at Miami win on the money line. Yeah. I'm doing home Michigan win on the money line. I'm doing at Indiana win on the money line. Those three. Yeah. I, okay. That's so I'll give do, me some yeah, tips. Miami, Indiana, Michigan. Actually, no, hold on. This is going to be a, a four-parter. So it's going to be Miami. It's going to be Michigan. And then it's going to be Ohio State and also the over in that game because the Spartans <laughs> are going to go to Columbus and boat race the Buckeyes out of the building. 62-17. to 17, That's right, baby. So that's uh, that's probably pay $1 to win. Just pick your house, I think. You just get to go in any neighborhood and pick a house, and that's that's how you claim your bet. I mean, Marcus yeah. did say within the realm of reality, bud. That was part of the question. That's why I didn't pick that game. So I might not take the over in that game. Okay. Um, 
You know what? MSU spread in that game and the over. How about that? There we go. Because even even the spread against OSU doesn't really seem to work out all too much. Uh, so, yeah, there, there we go. All right, last question for today, and uh, send us some more emails, lockdownspartans at gmail.com. Help us get to the weekend. Help help take me home. Um, this is from yeah. Austin Simmons. It's a slight tweak on a question. <clears throat> Excuse me, a slight tweak on a question we've gotten before. Uh, would you rather have a year where we go to the playoffs, win one game, lose the national championship game, and then just have a decade of mediocrity, six, seven wins, or a team that basically just wins nine games every year for a decade but can't quite get over the hump. So do you want to be Oregon from 2010 to 2020, uh, or do you want to be Nebraska under Bo Pelini? Or I was going to say, like, or just current-day Iowa, I feel like. I mean, current that's... Day, well, yeah, I guess. Well, no, current-day Iowa but gets to the national championship game. Who's been to the national championship game recently but just kind of mired in mediocrity since Oregon oh I'm sorry when, when I said Iowa I meant like the eight nine wins per season yeah um oh yeah God. no Bo Pelini's Nebraska because they went nine and three like four sure. straight seasons C- consistent the safest bet in football yeah, literally nine and three every single year Bo Pelini give me <sighs> no nah, give, give me give me the national championship appearance because I could live off that for yeah, 10 years yeah that. no no question about that. it yeah yeah, and nine wins, like, that's all fun and well, but eventually, fun look and what well. happened in Nebraska, and, yeah, yeah, it's all fun and games, but look what happened in Bopoline, eventually, you know, nine and three does get tiring, get I mean, it, it's weird can. to say out loud, but, like, it's, I know, it's it's weird that you can be so upset with just being good and not great, but, hey, you know, you gotta... Look, man, ask Michigan level fans, and, yeah. ask Michigan I know, fans right now. I know, now. yeah. They've been good. Sure. Close to great. Like they had a really one really excellent team that just came up short on the biggest stage. And that's what, six years of six, seven years of mostly pretty darn good, a little mediocre, a little excellence, and they're pissed. Like that pissed. Yeah. So you want to have like a ceiling year where you can look at it and be like, that's what we need to get back to. That's what we can do. We've done it. Right. So I'm taking that. Yeah, so give me the one year where you actually do do it. And, yeah, once again, no no shame in losing a national championship game. So. You said do-do. <laughs> I sure did, Well, That's right. NBA Draft GOAT Chad Ford and Locked On NBA Draft host Raphael Barlow and Locked On NBA host John Krause will be live this year covering the NBA Draft. It's Locked On NBA Draft 2021 brought to you by Built Bar. Get all the local expert analysis you could ever want after each and every pick. I imagine the uh, Pistons will factor heavily into that show. Follow Locked On NBA on YouTube today and watch our live coverage July 29th, 7 p.m. Speaking of, tomorrow we'll talk about Aaron Henry's prospects for the upcoming draft. We really haven't done much uh, NBA draft stuff at all, uh, but we will hit it heavy tomorrow. If you have any Aaron Henry-related uh, questions, please email us, LockedOnSpartans at gmail.com, but we'll compile just like some mocks and scouting reports and, you know, give our thoughts on what kind of pro he'll be, where he could end up some good landing spots for him. So that's what we will do on tomorrow's show. Rate, review, subscribe to the podcast. You can find Locked On Spartans wherever you get your podcast. Matt, you got trivia, fact, what do you got? I got a fact for you, Will, and that fact is Michigan State's Emily Bastel won the Big Ten Women's Golf title in 2000 and claimed the conference's 2002 Golfer of the Year award. Way to go, Emily. Let's go. Join the pod. Reach out. All right. Go green, guys.